All right, here we go. We have another episode of Restaurant Dirt where we talk about things that went wrong in the restaurant business, and there are literally hundreds of stories. Today, we're going to talk about some costly oversights that happened in Roger's business and how that had a negative impact on the bottom line. So I'm going to bring in my man, Rockin' Roger Bodwin from restaurantrockstars.com. Roger, costly oversights, things that uh, happened in your business that made you uh, uh, not happy, right, when they happened. You know, really big surprises. So I know you jotted two or three for me. Uh, which one do you want to tackle first and uh, dig into? Let's talk about propane. Oh. <laughs> you yeah. can't cook without propane, right? No, brother. No way. Unless you have a wood-burning brick oven, which we also had. But, yeah, the story here is about propane. All our ki um, kitchen equipment on the line ran on, um, on propane gas and whatnot. And we had three of those giant submarine tanks. that are. We had a huge, you know, 300-seat restaurant. And so we had three of these giant propane tanks. And we were on an automatic delivery program with our gas man. Yep. And uh, we were also a seasonal business. And at the end of one season, you know, a couple weeks out, we had plenty of gas to get us through the end. But I literally shut off the service because I didn't want another bill at the end of the year for like $1,000 for gas when it was just going to sit empty, you know, and not be used for the rest of the off season until we reopened again the following winter. So I would always shut off the auto delivery. But one particular year, I forgot to turn the auto delivery back on and the tanks literally so we're like two weeks into the next season now, and it's a busy Saturday night, and the place is full, and the grill is full of steaks and burgers and all kinds of stuff, and, yeah. and the fryer ran on propane, and literally, you know, 70% of the restaurant of what we cooked and provided was, you know, propane, right? And all of a sudden, it's 7 o'clock on a Saturday night, and then all of a sudden, the flames go out on all the stoves, right? And the grill is full of steaks, you know, and all of a sudden, the line cooks are like, what's going on? What's going on? The flame is gone. We can't get it back on. Right. And so I, of course, have to troubleshoot, and I'm looking at this, and I'm looking at that, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, whoops, I think I know what's going on. So I scramble outside with a flashlight, and I go look at the little pressure regulators on these tanks, and I look, and they're Zero. all empty. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, right? So you got, you know, two or 300 people in the restaurant waiting for their steaks and burgers and all this kind of stuff, and you can't cook, right? And stuff is half cooked. What do you do? So all that food got wasted, of course. Lots of unhappy customers. Lots of, you know, gift certificates or gift cards written to get them to come back. You got to damage control. Go to all the tables. Explain what happened, whatnot. But my very first emergency phone call on a Saturday night is to the gas company, and, th and they got the answering machine, and then they got to relay the message, and literally it's an hour before the truck shows up, and then it takes them, you know, 15, 20 minutes to fill the tanks. So literally two hours were completely lost on a busy Saturday night, plus all the damage and, and bad will, you might call it, because of my simple mistake of forgetting to turn on the auto delivery again. You know, seemingly small yeah, oversight that cost a lot of money, but even cost more in bad will with your customer. Yeah, that would cost a lot of money, my man. Uh, right. I, I, I'm surprised you got them to come out that night. Uh, I can imagine a lot of times a Saturday call is going to end up uh, in oh, Sunday, yeah. Sunday, even Monday, you know, in, in, in the world we live in. But so you, you had people uh, jamming restaurants Saturday night and the freaking propane goes out and you got to problem solve mm -hmm. that. Uh, uh, you're sitting at the cash register, you're writing gift cards, you're making people happy inviting them back, maybe giving us some free beers. How do you, how do you salvage that, man? 
Well, it was, you know, how do you salvage it? You can't really, I mean, you fall on your sword, you do the best you can. I mean, we, like I said, we also had a wood burning brick oven uh, that made lots of pizzas and we could prepare other food, but let's face it when, you know, 70 or 80% of your cooking capacity goes down and all you got is a wood burning pizza oven and you can make 10 pizzas at a time. Yeah, you're screwed. You know, you can only do so much there. So yes, the pizza oven got completely backed up and now the tickets are on the floor and people are, you know, and it made the staff absolutely yeah. crazy. And it's like, yeah, it's like the show must go on, you know? And yeah. now it's just a distant memory, but a nightmare while it's happening and you're the GM in charge and it's like, you got to deal with unhappy customers. You got to deal with frantic, frustrated staff that can't put out the product now and they're wondering what to do. And it's like, oh, you know, what do you do? You write lots of gift cards, you say lots of apologies and you damage control it the best you can. I mean, the show must go on and the very next day it does. Um, you know, and, and then we had quite a few customers that came in once we got our propane back that didn't even know that this debacle happened 45 minutes earlier. Sure, sure. But well, the staff uh, had to shift gears quickly and go from that problem to, again, serving the public as if nothing ever happened without being flustered so that the new people coming in had good service, had good quality food and drinks and all that kind of stuff. But, oh, my God. I mean, this is a nail-biter business sometimes, you know? Things happen, and, and you wonder, how am I going to solve this problem? What am I going to do? And you just do the best you can. Yeah, classic story of problem and recovery. So I'm sure yeah. that wasn't, wasn't a fun night, but you got you to go back at it. Um, that's why we're talking about dirt. These are things that can go wrong in a restaurant. you got to be somewhat prepared. Obviously, that's not one you want to go through, but these things happen in your business. So you do need to have a recovery strategy in place as a restaurant, so think about that. What if your propane did go out on a Saturday night? How are you gonna handle that at your restaurant? What are the things you're gonna to say to your customers to make them comfortable, uh, to, to invite them back to make sure they come back and have a good experience? So how can you recover from uh, situations like that? And so so think about that one, but I know Roger's got, we're gonna do one more doozy. I think he even has more, but we're only gonna have time for one more, and I wanna get into this one, because this one stinks. What do you got, Rod? Oh God, this, it makes me, it, it makes me cringe just to think about it and to talk about it again, Jane. But okay. So if you go back, go 24 years ago. Okay. I opened a brand new from scratch place. We bought the land, we built the building. It was right. this 6,000 square foot, huge, you know, behemoth of a restaurant. And we were open maybe two weeks with this brand new concept. Um, and the building, I mean, brand new, right? So all of a sudden, this really odorous, horrible septic smell just sort of starts to permeate into the building. And you're like, what's going on? What's going on? And you can't figure it out. So your first thought is, okay, you run into the bathrooms and you think, okay, what's going on in there? And then you check out the grease trap and it's like, I can't figure it out. And then I go outside and it's stronger and stronger. I go around the corner and where the actual connection from the restaurant, we had a huge septic system. I think it cost us like forty or $50,000 to put this thing in. I mean, we're talking about multiple leach fields. We're talking about you know, 10,000 gallon holding tanks, all this kind of stuff. So where the pipes from the building met the actual tanks themselves outside, a connection, one of those giant PVC pipe connections just blew apart under pressure because it wasn't properly, you know, installed correctly. Right. And all of a sudden, like, we're, we, there's a pond out there of raw sewage just sort of bubbling above the surface 
And you know, it wasn't our error, it was the, the, um, the excavator that put the system in, but the whole thing failed, you got a full restaurant. You know, this was probably a Friday night, and sure enough, yeah. cleared the place out, everybody yeah. just left and disappeared. And, you know, didn't even finish their meals, didn't pay for their meals, just walked out. And now you got to damage control that one. And you got a pond outside of, well, as you said, it stinks. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that absolutely happened 20 plus oh. years ago. And it's like the memory is just as fresh today as it was that night. Yeah, dude. something you want to forget about. And I, I think the, the point of these episodes is that this stuff happens in your business and you got you to gotta overcome it. And, yeah. and really what is, is like the, the two examples we went through cost you a lot of money. And in the thin margin business, typically those are really going to set you back. And so the only reason you probably survived these things is uh, Roger had so many systems in, in place that he was able to be wildly profitable uh, to take these punches in the face. I mean, this yeah. is a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a punch in the nose, man. And so uh, take, take 60 seconds. Talk about, I mean, that's that philosophy of having systems that, and, and as an operator to make sure you can take a couple punches in the face. Keeps well, you know, it's a backup plan. It's, it's every restaurant has to have a sort of disaster or unexpected backup plan. And you got to anticipate any of these kinds of things. We talked about the propane going out a minute ago. You know, there were other times when the power goes out unexpectedly, a car hits a, a telephone pole yeah. with a transformer on it down the street. All of a sudden your power goes out. You got a full restaurant. So now you've got no lights. Um, you've got no electricity for certain items and whatnot. And it's like, you need that. You need a generator. If you don't have a generator, it's like, we didn't have a generator at that time before we obviously learned from that episode. Yeah. So, but we did have Coleman lanterns. We did have lots of candles. We could still cook with the wood burning brick oven and all that kind of stuff. And oddly enough, that particular situation turned out really positive in that the customers thought it was a really cool experience when the power went down, the candles came yeah. on, the lanterns came yeah. out. Now everyone's dining in candlelight and the fire from the brick oven. And people actually got into the experience and yeah. the staff, you know, they just rolled with it like nothing bad had happened. And they just, you know, a little extra TLC at each table. And that turned out fine, but only because we had that backup plan. You know, we had POS systems that went down and suddenly yeah. you can't ring credit cards. So you need to go to that backup system with the old fashioned carbon, you know, and the little clicker swipe machine and all that kind of stuff. But it's like, you got to train your staff in advance that any of this stuff can happen at any time. You got to have the system in place. You got to people trained to use that system when something unexpected does happen. And then you got to train your people to think like owners. How would I handle this situation if I was in charge tonight? And we did that. We trained every person to think like an owner as if no management was on staff and, and use your best judgment. And how do you solve the problem? And how do you, you know, assuage the customer's experience and make everyone's experience as positive as you can? And those systems carried us through an awful lot of unexpected stuff only because we tried to anticipate and plan ahead. And I can't recommend strongly enough having a plan B as best you can for any eventuality. Yeah, things you don't want to plan about in your business and in your life, but you got to be ready for it. So, you know, you know, as you're talking, I'm like, wow, what, what an interesting idea a restaurant could try. They could, they could do a, um, as a marketing deal once a, once a month or once a quarter, the power out night where you get the candles out and this intimate environment. That's yes. kind of an interesting idea to play with. In, try in, it. For, yeah. For as long as you can cook. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, the customer, 
I'm not kidding. The customers really, really enjoyed the experience and it was totally unlike any other night where, yeah. you know, you got the big lights and all that kind of stuff and all of a sudden it became like camping. It was wonderful. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting, interesting yeah. little, little spin, but all right, we're going to jump out of this episode uh, again, talking about uh, shit in this case that goes wrong in your business and can really impact you and you've got to be prepared, you gotta yep, be prepared for You got to be prepared for this stuff. Uh, as a business, you got to have systems in place that, that can withstand the uh, uh, the losses that you're going to have to take when this stuff inevitably does happen. So uh, for more tips, check us out on the web at runningrestaurants.com, also on Facebook at Running Restaurants, and uh, also Twitter at Jamie Oichel, uh, and so forth. You can see those links on our website. And of course, please do subscribe uh, to, the, uh, to the podcast wherever you pick up your podcasts. And uh, Roger, hit them where you are. Yeah, restaurantrockstars.com. Also check out our podcast, the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. Uh, you can subscribe on iTunes or see the archives of 116 episodes at our website, restaurantrockstars.com. Find us on Twitter at restaurantrocknumeral1. Okay, and obviously Facebook is Restaurant Rockstars. So that's it. Yeah, Roger's out there. Find his podcast, find his stuff. It's been excellent. All right, Raj, uh, sorry that that stuff happened to you, man, but uh, you succeeded nevertheless. I appreciate it, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thanks much. Show must go on. Thank you, Jane. Yeah, brother.